That ain't hip hop album review. Schoolboy Q, oxymoron. I think sometimes it's unfair to try to judge, compare albums, and and I, and I think this is one of those cases. And the reason why I say that is, is because personally, habits and contradictions, I thought was a better overall project than this. And not saying that oxymoron is a bad project, but I think that if you compare it to habits and contradictions, I think it, it, it doesn't live up to par. But I think by itself, I think it's a, it's a, I think when you compare it to habits and contradictions, it's kind of underwhelming. But if you look at this album just by itself, I think it was a pretty decent album. I don't think that it was a stellar album. I don't think that it was an excellent album, but it's definitely an album that has replay value for me. Um, I enjoy Schoolboy. You know, uh, I like I like TDE mainly because nobody is the same in the crew at all. You know, I know they're not a group. I'm not calling them a rap group. They are a rap collective. They just they're hang labels. out. Labels, TDE is yeah. a fucking label. Exactly. So. Damn. They just all friends, you know, except for Isaiah, you know, he, he's a, he's an artist that they signed or whatever, but you know, schoolboy, his lane, he, he's more of like that, that, that trap guy. He, he, he's the hype guy. And I like that guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I like, I like the production. I like when schoolboy is more on airy, heavy bass, you know what I'm saying? Production. But yeah, like gangsta, um, the beat switch on prescription and oxymoron. Um, and also, uh, the stu studio, right, that's, that's the home name of the track. Yeah, studi studio, studio, studio I, I like the production on that as well. You know, the songs I didn't like, I didn't like Collard Greens with Kendrick. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, even the one with J-Rock, I didn't like that. I think mainly because of the production on that joint, I didn't like that. But overall, man, I definitely bang this. This, this, this. Schoolboy makes the type of music that bumps in the whip. Like, he's damn near the epitome of bumping the whip music. Again, not a stellar album. I don't even think personally it, it, it's as good as Habits of Contradictions. And another reason too is I couldn't really get the oxymoron, I, I, you know, and I don't know if he was trying to go for a theme, but like on Habits of Contradiction, every song was either a habit or a contradiction. That's the other reason why I loved it because it, it was just, it was thought out. And I'm not saying that this isn't thought out, but I, I just, I wasn't getting the contradictions, like the oxymorons. Cause he's, dude, he's talking about nothing but bad shit on the album, but he's saying that he was doing all this bad shit for his daughter. Yeah, that's why he's going to his daughter on the album. album. I stopped okay. selling crack today, it's like, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. Like, thank all right. you. So, so, that's the oxymoron. So that's the oxymoron. Throughout the, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I caught that, shit. but I, I wasn't a hundred. Like, it, it didn't grab okay, me. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not real obvious. I yeah, heard, I heard him actually explain it. That's why. I was okay, like, oh, yeah, I get it. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, because like on habits and contradictions, I got it like that. On this one, I thought maybe, but thank you for the clarification, Mike. Like, right? I didn't. When I first heard Collar Greens, I wasn't really too like a fan of it. But I think I guess hearing it in the concept of the album, I, I think I kind of appreciate it a little bit more. Mm. Um, and I like I like Lost Awesome. My Lost Awesome was cool. It kind of took me back to that that 90s for real with the, with that heavy sift the planet and then J-Rock. I didn't think and when I saw J-Rock was featured, I'm like, and when I first heard the track, I'm like, man, how, how is, how is J-Rock going to approach this one? You know, but then, yeah, but when he came on, I was like, holy shit, like that really surprised me the way J-Rock killed that track i thought he wasn't i mean as a j-rock friend i didn't think he was gonna held up on that track real good but i thought he did it i thought he did a good job i thought you know i like that schoolboy q at least threw in some introspective tracks on here with the, um 
with uh, his and her, what's that, his and her friend, how he kind of took his toe to suspect from an uh, oxy pill with that track. It, it, it took me back to that Dungeon Family feel, that beat, that production on that one. I like that joint. Um, Prescription and Oxymoron, I, I, love, I love that Soundwave and uh, Willie B, how the first part he's talking about, uh, no, second part he's talking about him um, dealing drugs, mm -hmm. and Oxymoron dealing drugs to uh, feed his daughter and stuff, kind of the biggie story, you know, the juicy story, whatever, so I thought that was good. I mean, this album was, it was okay, it was cool. I, I wasn't, I wasn't as... As, this wasn't a satisfying to me as habit kind of contradiction, but you know, like I said, I don't well, usually when I listen to albums, I don't go in comparing previews, I just take the album for what it is and just experience it itself. But I thought it was a I thought it was a decent album at best. I like Fuck LA, I, liked, I mm. thought the last track was, was was pretty cool. I like yeah, the high energy gangster 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 mm. tracks, you know, when 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 Schoolboy Q is usually you know, drug gangster type rapping that he's doing, you know, it's, it's you know, that's the Schoolboy Q that people are growing to love. So for him throwing them introspective tracks in, like the uh, Hoover Street, yeah, Hoover. Yeah, Hoover Street. Hoover Street. I forgot about Hoover Street, and that's another one that was one of my standout tracks as well too. Like I said, when he when he get introspective, I like that because you don't see that from Schoolboy Q that much. So, you know, I thought it was a cool project. Like I said, I don't know if the replay value is gonna be really high on it, like like his previous works or whatever. But I still I still enjoy it from what I what I got when I listened to it. I love this album, man. I just I love the way you know he he came on with Gangster and that high energy track uh and then it went to lost awesome and and the shit that he was doing with his voice and and the things that he's doing with his voice on this album is 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 different than the stuff that he's done in the past i think the songs the way he put some of the songs together i think are, were, were really really good i think his songwriting for me is definitely definitely improved with each project and i know what i, I get what you're saying about comparing albums but for me sometimes i do that because you know, for me, I, I think this is better than Habits of Contradiction. Like, to me, he's, he's getting better and better as a songwriter and his ability to actually craft and put together songs. Like, Hoover Street was dope, man. How he started out one way, how does it, you know, how does it feel to be a real nigga? And then he, the beat changes and then he gives you, like, two different perspectives. You know, about his uncle and shit like that. And, and, um, and you know, The Purge was cool. I thought Corrupt was dope on there. He said, uh... Yeah, what do you say? Uh, I still rock the sits because I don't fuck with the Bugatti or something like that. Um, I liked that he had Sugar Free on here. Tell me, I could I could pimp a BB BB out of a spray can. Um, so I thought that that was cool. He kind of went back to some of the you know some of the OGs from the West, man, and, and threw them on his album, man. And I love the production on here, man. I love that it was high energy, and then you know he gave it the mellow tracks and like you said, the intro perspective track, the the commercial tracks. It was like this album. This album to me really solidified Schoolboy Q. Like, like I now think I feel it under, fully understand of where Schoolboy Q fit. Like I already knew where he fit, but to me it's like now he's a more polished, developed artist than you know he has been in the past because he can do more or he's doing more than you know he's done in the past with some of his other projects. So um, yeah, for me, man, a lot of replay value, man. I just love the songs on this album, man, and and just the way it was sequenced and put together, man. Um, I I thought this shit was dope. I, I thought it was dope as hell. I am almost the exact opposite of Ken on this project. Uh, I'm not saying I didn't like the project. Um, I really wanted to like this because I love Schoolboy Q, and I already knew where he fit. He he's the he's the weird street guy. Like J Rock is the street cat, yeah, clearly. Yeah, he's a gangster, yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. But Schoolboy is the crazy street dude, the one that'll just kill you for nothing. J-Rock need a, need a reason. <laughs> you need to piss J-Rock off first. Yeah. But with this project, I, I appreciated the experimentalism with this. 
I appreciate that he was he was doing something a little bit different, but it, it just it ended up where I only liked about half of this album. And it started off where I was like, I'm gonna like this gangsta, 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 we. And I was like, oh shit, this is crazy. I like how he's doing it. Even though he's not one of those dudes that's overly lyrical. He's not Kendrick. Mm -hmm. You know, he is more along the lines of a Styles P or a Sean Price where they're not going to write something that's overly coded. You don't have to try to sit there for three hours trying to figure out what he's talking about. He just spits that crazy fucking street shit. And I can appreciate that. And it's good that he's that guy in TDE. There's balance the, there. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of balance in that crew. But like I said, when it comes to this project, it was like some of the songs I liked, none of the songs I really love. And then some of the songs just totally didn't hit the mark for me at all. Gangsta, I loved. Collard Greens, I really enjoyed that song. I thought that song was fresh. And I remember you guys talking about when it first came out that y'all didn't like it, but I thought it was dope when I first mm. heard it. I was like, I like this song. Uh, what They Want, I actually liked it, except for the hook. I didn't like the hook, but the actual song itself, him and 2 Chains. Because when he first said <sighs> I got 2 Chains on my album, I was like, that's a bizarre uh, mix. Yeah, it was. When he said he had 50, I was like, that makes sense. But when he was like, yeah, I got two chains, I'm like, how the fuck is that gonna work? And it, I thought it worked, it worked great. Yeah. Two, cha two chains held his own two on Two chains, because like, two chains was two chains. Yeah, he exactly. Was. He doesn't have to hold his own because yeah. he just has to talk shit. Break the Bank was probably my favorite track on there. That and Man of the Year. No, I really liked Blind Trust because it was a dope beat and I liked the way he wrote it. And it wasn't like his other songs on the album. It was a little bit different. So I, I liked that song where I disagree with you guys. Lost, lost Awesome. Great idea. I didn't like the song. Wow. I did not like, I like the song, song at all. I thought, when, it, when, I, when I was listening to it, I remember driving around listening to it, and I was like, damn, how fucking long is this song? And the song really isn't even that long. But I remember looking down thinking it was going to be like an eight minute song, and it was only at like the fourth minute. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It just dragged to me. I like that song. Yeah, I like that song. Hoover Street. I did not like that song what? either. Oh, Hoover Street. Was no. Oh, damn. Oh, I, I didn't like the weird way they they twisted that sample at the beginning, and then that went on for fucking ever. And then they finally started rhyming. And I was just like, all right, I'm not really that into this song either. Purge. I'm surprised none of y'all mentioned that with Tyler. Yeah, I brought up Tyler on it, yeah. But, I was disappointed by that track. Because Tyler produced it, and he was supposedly on it, but all he did was that hook. And then, I understood they were trying to do like a throwback style beat, but it just, the beat seemed lazy. It sounded like... It sounded uninspired. It was just like, okay, we've how many times we heard the, the police siren thrown into the beat and used as the focal part of the beat? So that didn't really wow me. I think that was all, oh, Hell of a Night, of course. I mean, that doesn't really, I don't have to yeah, talk about that. I'm not really sure what was going on with this album. I, it was very schizophrenic, but not in the way that Habits and Contradictions was schizophrenic. That album, to me, it flowed better, and I liked the different styles and the different sounds he picked for that album. This one, it just seemed like some of the ideas weren't completely fleshed out. You think the fact that some of the, he had to clear some sampling and it wasn't all the songs that he wanted on the album. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah, like that's why it took so long to come out because, you know, he was, um he had to clear some samples, some songs didn't even make it. Like he has another Druggies and Holes song that didn't make the album with um, Scoop with uh, Absol. That didn't oh, even make the album. I heard he was still gonna release that. 
he still is, but it, it was supposed to be on the album, right, obviously. Right, right. But um, I think I, I think that might be the problem. I heard he had a song. He had a song produced by J Cole that he yeah, yeah J, produced by J Cole. Yeah, I, I think I one with Fifty Cent. I ain't seen it. Like just kind of do it together to still make it fit the whole oxymoron scheme. Yeah. It might then it might then execute well. That's the other thing that that Schoolboy has going for him that the rest of the guys do not have. Yeah, he has radio appeal. Yeah, mm -hmm. the way he makes songs, I can see not not club bangers. Yeah, yeah. I but I hear them on the radio. I can see your average person driving down the street in their bins and hearing. Man of the Year, not Man of the Year, um, uh, Hell of a Night. Well, yeah, Man of the Year too, maybe, maybe. I don't know if it's a radio song, really, but but Hell of a Night, I can hear that on the radio. Studio, I hear it on the radio. I, I was blown away by the fact that any of Kendrick's songs got on the radio. I can't really see Isaiah Rashad on the radio. No, I, can't, I can kind of see Absol, maybe. But Schoolboy is the one that has that appeal. And I think he's so charismatic too. I think yeah, that's what people so very, people so drawn yeah. drawn to him, you know, off rip because he's so charismatic. So he and then like you said, that radio, he can have that commercial pop sound. Now like I said, yeah, studio and hell of a night is a perfect example. And Man of the Year is a perfect example. And I think that's why a lot of people is drawn to him the most out of out of the prior the crew besides Kendrick. It's like he's just so charismatic and so he talks he's the, the most. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, he's the he's most funny. outspoken. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, like I said, I really wanted to like this because I really like Schoolboy and I like what he does and I love the way he what he did with Habits Contradictions. And yes, I am one of those people that yeah, I'll compare the albums. Come on, man! If you put out a fucking album that's your debut album and you follow it up, of course you're gonna compare them. Like you can try to say I'm listening to this by itself, but in the back of your mind, you're still gonna say, well, he did this with Habits and Contradictions. I wonder how he's gonna do this album. Like that's just natural. It's not fair, but it's natural. It's natural human. It's thing natural to do, right? human yeah. thing to do. You can't feel bad about that. Even if artists say, "Don't compare my album to my old shit," it's human. It's natural. Get the fuck over it. But I, I wanted to like this a lot more than I did. Like I said, I ended up only liking about half of the project. I don't think the songs suck or anything. I really don't. I don't think the songs are terrible. It's just they didn't. They didn't get me. They didn't. I, they didn't get me, they didn't hold my attention like 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 Habits Contradictions did. So you don't think he got into a comfort zone? With uh with this album? This album screamed comfort zone. No, I, I think I think compared to no, I think it's a it's a leg up compared to Habits of Contradictions. I think that um no, I think he's still like he's still crafting and developing like different styles or different things that he wanna do as an artist. You know, with his vocals or you know the way he writes songs. I think for me, every single one has a different sound to it. He's bringing something a little bit different. Like the things that he was doing with his voice, I didn't expect him to do that. You know, on this album, you know, uh, compared to what he's done in the past, because he hasn't really done that that I can remember. And I've listened to his other albums. He does do that. If you listen to Happy Contradictions, he's very schizophrenic on that album. Like he'll sound one way on the first part of the song. By the end of the song, he's doing something completely. I guess it was more and more was... pronounced. I guess on this album, for me it was because, like, especially Lost, Lost Awesome, like the way he had his voice way out there and the way he was rapping over that track, it, I, I didn't hear that sound on on Habits and Contradictions. Maybe not the sound, but he definitely messed with his voice on Habits and Contradictions a lot. Like, if you if you listen to the first three songs on Habits and Contradictions and listen to what he's doing with his voice. That's what made me like him so much. Mm -hmm. When it goes from the first song, um, I forget the name of it now, uh, 
where he's just talking about drugs, really. And then it goes into There They Go. Like, if you listen to those two songs together, you wouldn't even know the same artist. That's what's always been so interesting about Schoolboy Q is that he's so creative. And it, it almost seems like with this album, he pulled back just a little bit. Wow, you think he pulled back? I'm saying it almost seems like he pulled back a little bit with trying to be as weird or trying to be as different or out there. This album had more of a of a a consistency to it. I'm not I don't think that Habits Contradictions was more cohesive. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that. I just think that this project, it wasn't as interesting to me because I don't think he was doing as many interesting things with the songs as he was doing with Habits and Contradictions. Just to add to what y'all was saying, you know, I was sitting here just thinking, I'm like, you know what, I think now listening to y'all, a reason why I think I liked Habits and Contradictions a little bit more was I think personally I, I related to it more. You know what I'm saying? All of the Habits and Contradictions. Mm -hmm. Where I, I've never been a drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've never had to... That part of Schoolboy Q, I never had to deal with, you know what I'm saying, personally. So I think that just just from album to album, I had just a natural disconnect on this one. Even though I think that it was more commercially accessible, I, I agree 100% with Mike on that one. There's there's like three, four, five songs on this that can potentially get radio play. You know what I'm saying, versus the last one, I don't even think it has one. I you definitely know? will be listening to this. It's definitely in the rotation. It most definitely bumps in the whip. I think probably anything Schoolboy is on or is his own project will always bump in the whip. I, that's his lane. That is his battle. That's the contribution he brings to TDE. You know, and I love it. And and, and I love Schoolboy. And I think that this was a good project. Um, and, and it's definitely in my rotation. And definitely go out there and support it. Go bump that shit in the whip all day. You know, Schoolboy Q trademark, wild style, in, energetic rhymes with, of course, with his drug references and gangbang references growing up in, in the streets of LA. Um, appreciate the introspective tracks he had on here. Um, like I said, his or hers. Um, oxymoron and prescription and Hoover Street. This was a this was a solid project. Like I said, I'm I'm not as crazy about it like his previous works. This is still a decent project. I'm kind of like in between FIFO and Mike per se. I'm not really on on agreement with Ken. Like absolutely loving it, loving it. But it's a solid project overall. You know, good good work again from TDE Camp. I'm riding solo on this one. Uh, um, I'm the only one in the group that that loved this project. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, I love what, what Skewboy did with this album. Uh, I love the, the different things that he did with this album with his voice. Um, a little bit more than he's done in the past. You know, I, I love the, the production on it. I love all the way he did his ab lives, the introspective tracks that he gave us. Um, yeah, man, I, I thought this was a really, really, really great project, man. And and I fuck with the heavy, man. So, and, and I'm a cop, you know. I mean, I bought all this shit anyway, so. But yeah, this is, this is a, uh, that's it, man. I'm riding solo, man. I thought the, the creativity level in this was just pulled back a little bit, so it didn't really appeal that much to me. But the thing about it is, this is all about taste and what you want. That doesn't mean this is a bad album. It just means that it didn't appeal to what I wanted to hear personally. I like the more experimental stuff. I like the weirder stuff. And what he did with his first project, or not, not his first project, but with Habits and Contradictions, I thought was a little more interesting. And this one, while still good, the songs didn't appeal to me as much. So I can't, I don't know that I'll see myself listening to this very often. Just because I'll put it on and all it's gonna make me do is wanna go back and listen to Habits and Contradictions. 
So, but yeah, if you love Schoolboy, and if you if you like still, if you like creative hip hop, you should still go support this because this guy is still doing something that's way different than most people that are even in that lane. Like, who's even in Schoolboy's lane right now? Like, who? You know what I mean? Like, he's doing gangster rap, but in a way that I can't think of anybody else You're doing it. Yeah, like weird, <laughs> off kilter gangster rap. So yeah, you should still support him just based on that. But me personally, I'm still gonna buy this album, but I'm not gonna listen to it anywhere near as much as I listen to Habits of Contradictions. That's really just all it is.